the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starn Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starks. Yeah. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Todd Starks Radio Show. Great to be back with you today. And want to thank our dear friend, the radio news goddess herself, Mary Walter, uh, did a terrific job and appreciate uh, you guys being kind to her and heard a lot of the, the show when I was on the road. That was sort of fun, uh, driving around North Carolina, Western North Carolina, listening to the Todd Stearns Radio Show on the radio. And uh, you guys sounded good. Great calls last week, by the way. I uh, also want to say thank you to our friends at the North Carolina Faith and Freedom Coalition uh, what a wonderful, wonderful event. We had um, a huge crowd turnout at the Bold and Courageous Tour um, that was uh, held in Polk County, North Carolina. They're, they're doing these all over the state. And my understanding is I'll be back in North Carolina in February, so we're excited to be a part of that. And uh, thank you to the great patriots there. They, they fed and watered us, and it was a, a great time. But it is always good to be back home, and I, I hate missing the radio show. Uh, and it, this is uh, this is where my uh, this is where my comfort zone is, and I would much rather uh, be here hanging out with you fine people today. We've got a lot to talk about, and um, I, I'm going to give you an opportunity. It is the lunch hour on the East Coast. I want to give you an opportunity to digest some of your delicious tuna fish sandwich before we talk about the the gay sex. Uh, seen in the Senate hearing room, and uh, we are we are not playing the video. Uh, we are we are not going to subject any of us to that. But let me put, let me put it this way: if if today is if today is hot dog day at at your lunch spot, I would just take a pass on the hot dogs. That's all I'm going to say. Anything dealing with sausage, I would just take a pass today. But I want to start with something that is happening right now, even as you and I sit here and converse on the radio, and it's happening at Arlington National Cemetery. Now, there is an effort to try and stop this, but I don't think it's going to be possible because at this very moment, they are beginning the process of dismantling and removing a massive Confederate memorial statue there at Arlington National Cemetery. And this is part of the, the critical race theory cancel culture mob. They have been tearing down statues and monuments all over America. And this has been going on for years now. 
But what I find especially tragic about about this beautiful memorial in Arlington National Cemetery is that it was meant to be a symbol of reconciliation. So back in the in the 1900s, in the early 1900s, there was an effort launched to to bring the the two sides together, north and south. And yes, the war had been long over since then, but there was a lot of deep-seated animosity and hatred and um, hurt. And there was a movement within Congress to try and, and find resolution. And they came up with an idea because uh, during the Civil War, they would not allow Civil War soldiers to be buried at Arlington National Cemetery. And so Congress decided to, to let bygones be bygones. And so they allowed the Confederate soldiers to be buried, and they also agreed to erect this, this beautiful monument, this Confederate War Memorial. And it was meant to be a symbol of reconciliation, a, a peace offering from the Union to the defeated Confederates. But today, that resting place for who knows how many Southern soldiers is being desecrated. Now, I wrote a book called Culture Jihad, How to Stop the Left from Killing a Nation. And I write extensively about this effort and and what I meant by jihad. And let me explain what I mean by culture jihad. So when the Taliban or any other Muslim uh, nation would invade another nation, they would immediately target the cultural centers of that country. Now, we saw the Taliban do this a lot in Iraq, where they would uh, destroy the museums and they would burn the paintings and they would burn the books. Uh, they would massacre the, the artists and the intellectuals. It was, um, it's an ugly business. And it's really a, a form of waging a bloody jihad on foreign soil. And, and as I was watching, I was watching a 60 Minutes piece when I, when I saw all of this and I thought, well, wow, this is exactly what's happening here in this country a jihad. They are literally destroying our culture before our eyes. It is a systematic process of dismantling and erasing our history. And I'm telling you, it's not going to stop with the removal of this massive, and we have a photograph of the of the memorial on our, on our website, toddstarns.com. It's not going to stop with the, with the destruction of this beautiful monument. It's only the beginning. And do not be surprised, it is really only a matter of time before the culture jihadists demand that the remains of the Confederate soldiers that are buried at Arlington actually be removed. You see, these people are purists. They believe in purity. And so they want to eliminate, they want to culturally cleanse Arlington Cemetery of anybody who fought on the Confederate side of the War of Northern Aggression. Now, some of you might be saying, well, there he goes again. Starnes is just back from a couple of days off, and he's just as he's just as hyperbolic as he was before. All contraire, ladies and gentlemen, because you see, we we do have a precedent here. Now, if you don't think this is possible, I would just direct your attention to Memphis, Tennessee, my hometown. Just a few years ago, city leaders literally in the dark of night tore down a giant statue and monument honoring General Nathan Bedford Forrest. Now, Nathan Bedford Forrest was a a pretty horrible man and did very horrible things. 
Uh, he was being accredited with either starting or being a part of Klan leadership back in the day. This is all after the Civil War. And he's a he was a horrible human being. That's what they would have you believe. But what they don't tell you about Nathan Bedford Forrest is that his wife was a woman of deep and abiding Christian faith. And his wife, through the process of their life after the, the Civil War, began to tell him about the teachings of Christ, and, and his heart became challenged. And he became curious about the Christian faith, and Nathan Bedford Forrest became a Christian man. And he renounced his old life. He embraced a new life, and he spent the remainder of his, of his years trying to make amends for, for what he had done during the Civil War. Now, does that does that make him, does that excuse him for, no, of course not, it does not. But he was making amends. He was trying to do the right thing. He worked with many black groups. He taught, he taught uh, school for black children. He worked in the early days of the civil rights movement. And, and really, the story of Nathan Bedford Forrest is really a modern day telling of the amazing grace story, the, the beautiful hymn we all sing in church, a, a, a song, by the way, that was written by a the captain of a slave trading ship who was so appalled at his life that he gave his life to Christ and he when he, when he was writing about this wretch he saved a wretch like me he was talking about how God pulled him out of the evil of the slave trade but you're not going to hear that story from the the activist community they just want you to believe that Nathan Bedford Forrest was an evil man they don't want you to know that he found redemption and that through a relationship with Christ, he became a great civil rights advocate. They don't want you to know that part of the story. And why is that? Because it, it doesn't fit their narrative. We're dealing with some very evil people here. We're dealing with some people that are hell-bent on destroying our nation. And the process they're doing that is by way of race. They know that is, that's the way to do it. That's the way to get everybody at each other's throats in this country. And I find that to be detestable and appalling. But anyway, back to Nathan Bedford Forrest. So it wasn't good enough that they tore down the giant statue in the dark of night, by the way, in violation of state law. Not only did they do that, but then... They most recently dug up and removed the bodies of General Nathan Bedford Forrest and his wife. They were buried in a in a in what is now a beautiful park in the downtown area, and they were buried at the base of this beautiful monument, Nathan Bedford Forrest on horseback. It's all gone now. It's all gone. And the park, by the way, is now a wasteland. It's really horrible. Trash, garbage, homeless people all over the place. It's a mess. But they literally dug up and removed the bodies of the general and his wife. So, yes, I do believe that there will become there will be coming a time very soon that they will start removing the bodies of the Confederate soldiers out of Arlington Cemetery. Unless you or I do something about it. Because right now, not even the dead can rest in peace in woke America. So you understand this, ladies and gentlemen. This is right out of 1984. They are making you forget your history, and they want to destroy that history. 
in America, it's okay right now in America. It is perfectly acceptable to set up a statue honoring Satan, Lucifer, the prince of darkness. But it's not okay to have a statue honoring the fallen of the Confederate War. Do you understand? Do you understand what's going on here? This is a very dangerous time in American history. Very, very dangerous. All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, I want to weigh in on what happened last night uh, with the presidential motorcade. Some serious thoughts about that, and we're going to get into the uh, the gay sex story out of Capitol Hill. We're also going to be taking your calls as well. Do you support? Do you support? The Democrats and the Republicans, by the way, in their effort to remove Confederate memorials around the nation. 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. This Christmas, the new film from director George Clooney arrives. It's a rags-to-riches, absolute crowd-pleaser based on the number one New York Times best-selling book, the inspirational true story about one of the most difficult sports in the world and the 1936 University of Washington College rowing team that competed for gold at the Summer Games in Berlin. It'll inspire you folks. This team rode out of need, the need to eat, and the need to sleep. And it gave them an edge that captures the power of working together to overcome all odds while rowing for America. They don't make movies like this anymore, and it's filled with wholesome content that makes it the ideal multi-generational movie for the holidays. Joel Edgerton and Callan Turner star in this exciting and incredible story of courage, hard work, and determination showcasing America at its best. Believe in each other. Believe in the impossible. The Boys in the Boat opens Christmas Day in theaters only. Get tickets now. Boysintheboatmovie.com. Catholics out there, your Pope has gone woke. So the Pope just recently announced, uh, it was a couple of hours ago, uh, the Pope announcing that it's okay for priests to bless same-sex marriages. What what in the world is going on with you folks over there in the Catholic Church? You guys have taken a, a hard left turn. Welcome back to the show, everybody. 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Now, when Joe Biden uh, took office, he said that the adults are back in charge in Washington. And his wife said that decency was was back in D.C. But I don't know about that. Now, over the weekend... There was a pretty heinous development. There was a um, a man, 24 years old, who is a staffer, was a staffer for Democrat Senator Ben Cardin. And this guy, I'm not going to name his name. I don't want to give, you know, that's all they're after. That's all they're after is um, attention here. So this 24-year-old loves to wander around in um, leather and not a lot of it. Anyway, this uh, kid, 24 years old, was filming himself having sex in the Senate hearing room, in one of the Senate hearing rooms in the U.S. Capitol, on a table funded, paid for by your tax dollars. He was on all fours doing it doggy style. 
with apparent with apparently a, a gentleman from Germany who was not wearing lederhosen. Now I'm not going to get into the um, I'm not going to get into all of the graphic details, but I'll tell you this. It's um it's going to be a long time before I'm going to be able to enjoy a delicious Johnsonville brat. It was very graphic, and it was very ugly. By the way, it only took about twenty seconds. Hmm. Interesting. So instead of going wall to wall with this scandal involving yet another Democrat who was caught doing horrible things, horrible things. In the U.S. Capitol, NBC News decided to attack conservatives. As a matter of fact, this is the actual headline from NBC News. Senate staffer alleged by conservative outlets to have had sex in a hearing room is no longer employed. Well, there's there's no alleged about it. The video is there, and it was not blurred. I wish it had been, but it was not. There in all of his glory. Naked as a jaybird. And I certainly hope that hazmat teams were dispatched into that room with wet wipes and Lysol. Or quite frankly, they may have just just burned the table. Just burn it, burn it, and get a new one. Now, the senator's office says that this guy is no longer employed by the U.S. Senate and says they're not going to have any further comment on the matter. Well, that's that's not good enough because we now understand this guy has a history of being a part of a of a gay club in some sort of a digital gay club in Washington DC and that the staff knew about his behavior and he's also appeared in a Biden presidential video and is photographed alongside the video and at one point he said he wanted Joe Biden to spit in his mouth Blah. Mercy. Anyway, the the staffer, the ex-staffer, posted something on his LinkedIn saying he had shown poor judgment in the past and would never disrespect his workplace. (laughs) He says, this has been a difficult time for me. I've been attacked for who I love to to pursue a political agenda. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. You have not been attacked for who you love. You have been attacked because of where you decided to love him. And a Senate hearing room table is not the place, sir. It is not the place. He went on to say, I love my job and I would never disrespect my workplace. Any attempt to characterize my actions otherwise are fabricated. And I will be exploring what legal options are available to me in these matters. Well, good for you, sir, because apparently he may have broken federal law. And yes, Dylan, it is, yes, federal law. You're not allowed to have, you know, do it doggy style in a Senate hearing room. This guy was also identified by Congressman Max Miller, a Jewish lawmaker from Ohio, um, who um, he identified the, the staffer as being the guy who shouted free Palestine and harassing him while he was doing an interview with, of all people, NBC News. By the way, the staffer said, uh, he's he, the staffer wrote this long diatribe about uh, doing things he wasn't proud of, but he said, he said, no, 
no way did I yell at Congressman Miller. So he's denying Congressman Miller, but he didn't say anything about denying the um, gay sex. And by the way, we're hearing he's not the only one. And isn't it odd? Isn't it odd, ladies and gentlemen? There's been no condemnation from the Republicans on Capitol Hill. Very interesting. We'll be right back. Hang tight. MyPillow is celebrating its 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell at MyPillow wants to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in the history of MyPillow. You're going to get their queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98, and just $10 more, you're going to be able to get a king-size pillow. You're going to receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products like bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. This is the time to try out some of their other amazing products you've had your eye on. Go to MyPillow.com slash Starns. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. Use the promo code Starns to get this amazing offer of the queen size MyPillow for $19.98 or call 1-800-839-8506. The offer comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. Use the promo code Starns or call 800-839-8506, promo code Starns. Ben Garden hired Danny fired an aide named Mice. In the hearing room, he took his buddy. Filmed them in action, quite a reaction when it showed up on X and on every news outlet. You'll see. Saturdays, having gay sex in the Senate. To town they go on video. They both are on full display. They've been laid bare. Oh, my. But Dems don't care. No, they don't care. Bet this goes on every day. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, uh, wow. Thank you, uh, Jim Gossett there, taking a, taking a break from ringing the uh, Salvation Army bell to uh, to send us that little ditty. Uh, welcome back to the Todd Starts Radio Show. Great to have you with us today. 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. That's 901-260-5926. Let's go to Union Grove, North Carolina. Jim is listening to us on WSIC. Hi, Jim. What's on your mind today? How are you? I'm well. Thank you for asking, Jim. Good, good. Yeah, listen, I want to say something about Nathan Bedford Forrest. He he took 41 of his slaves with him when he went into the Confederate Army. Did you know that? I did not know that. And 40 of them came back. Only one deserted. Okay. And about, the, and about the Pope. So, whoa, 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 whoa. So, what is your point about all of that, Jim? Well, I mean, 
if he was such a bad man, why would 40 of his slaves come back with him? Well, it's it's a fair question. Um I I don't know the answer, but I don't I think that's the wrong approach here. The 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 right approach is that this guy repented of all of the evil that he did in his life and slavery in my estimation was evil and I believe it was a sin. But but he found religion, he found God and he changed his ways. And that to me is the the bigger story here is that he was a new man. But nobody wants to talk about that. Well, when he came back, he told those slaves that he was going to release them if they went with him and came back. Which was a good thing. Uh, again, I I hear what you're I hear what you're saying, Jim. For me, the greater story is that he changed his life and he became a new man. Of course. All right, I agree let's with you. Let's talk about the Pope, Jim. I'm a Catholic. But I don't go to the Novus Ordo Church, the New Order. And the Pope is, is nothing more than a pino, like a rhino, Pope in name only. The guy's worthless. Jim, I'm curious. I, I am not a Catholic. I'm, I'm a Baptist. Um, what are people saying there in the pews of the Catholic, Catholic churches? Now, that I couldn't tell you. I mean, um, uh, they usually don't talk politics, you know, that I've, you know. Wow, you see, you doing, we, we, we talk about, yeah, we talk about politics in the Baptist uh, church tradition, but, but again, I think the, the issue, I'm curious to hear if other Catholics share the same concerns that, that you have, because, and Jim, appreciate that call, because the Pope is quite frankly, a de facto communist. Uh, certainly, I would say he's a confirmed socialist, but he reeks of communism. And what's happening here, folks, and it is a very dangerous thing, uh, you've got the churches in America, the Protestant churches have by and large been neutralized. And I'm talking about the Southern Baptist Convention, the nation's largest non-Catholic denomination. The Southern Baptists have pretty much been neutralized in the culture and, and they have zero influence. As a matter of fact, an argument could be made that many of these Southern Baptist churches are now being influenced by the culture. And now you've got the Catholics that are going down the same path that the Southern Baptists are going down. That is a very dangerous thing for this country. Because ultimately, I believe it's the Catholics and the Southern Baptists and their influence in the culture that have really helped stave off complete disaster. Keep in mind, the socialists have to destroy the church for their plan to work. I mean, it really is that simple. They've got to destroy the church for their plans to work. 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. President Trump on the campaign trail crushing it over the weekend. Uh, Here is the president in Reno, Nevada, cut number 11. I watched and I stood by and I watched Minneapolis, I watched Portland, I watched so many different places just burn, burn, violently burn. And I saved Minneapolis because we sent in the National Guard, even though I wasn't supposed to. It's supposed to be a governor thing, not a presidential thing. But we saved it. It was burning down. Well, not only did he save Minneapolis, but I think the president also weighed in on 
the the current plight of, of America and this idea that we are being replaced. Um, I, I want to play some audio here. Uh, this is from President Trump, I believe, on Saturday. Uh, cut number three. I will immediately restore and expand the Trump travel ban on entry from terror plague countries, and I will implement strong ideological screening for all immigrants. If you hate America, if you want to abolish Israel, if you sympathize with jihadists, then we don't want you in our country. We don't want you. And so then he went on to talk about this, um, the replacement theory in a way. Cut number four, please. We got a lot of work to do. They're poisoning the blood of our country. That's what they've done. They poison mental institutions and prisons all over the world, not just in South America, not just the three or four countries that we think about, but all over the world. They're coming into our country from Africa, from Asia, all over the world. They're pouring into our country. Nobody's even looking at them. They just come in. Uh, the crime is going to be tremendous. The terrorism is going to be terrorism is going to be. And we built a tremendous piece of the wall. So he's he's not wrong here, folks. Um, what's happening in our country is a literal destabilization of our country. And we're starting to see this in places like like New York City. Uh, where, again, the people coming across that border are terrorists. Uh, by the way, uh, the report coming from the uh, from Fox Business, um, you have uh, Border Patrol agents finding 10 IEDs at the U.S.-Mexico border, and now federal law enforcement sources are saying that, that warnings have now gone out for agents to be on the lookout for even more of these kinds of devices. These devices, no doubt, bound for American cities and towns. But now you've got all of these criminal elements, and most of these people coming across the border are young men of military age. And there is a report out of out of New York City where the theater district is in great turmoil. And here's the reason why. Um, they're saying that the criminals and many of them are illegals, are now targeting uh, staff members who work for these Broadway shows. As a matter of fact, a violinist for The Lion King was um, brutally attacked right outside of the theater, which is in a you know, somewhat of a safe area. It's in right there in Times Square in the theater district. And she, was, she broke her wrist in 10 different places. There, there's a possibility she may never be able to play the violin again. And people on Broadway, many of whom are far leftist, are very upset now. And they're demanding that that there be more security. But I guarantee you, many of the people that are saying more security are the same people a few years ago that were saying defund the police. You can't have it both ways. You cannot have it both ways. So all that to say, and, and Trump is Trump is catching fire. You know, they're they're saying, oh, he's he's a he's talking about purist. Yes. We want people coming to this country who love America. That is our purity test. If you hate America, we don't want you here. And by the way, if you hate America, why would you want to come here? And if you hate America and you are here, well, Delta is ready when you are, sir or ma'am. And I guarantee you there are plenty of people in this country that will be more than willing to get you an airline ticket to someplace else. But if you hate this country, why stay here? I just don't understand that. And if you, if you hate America, why would you want to come here in the first place? 
But all of this is is not about immigration. This is about flooding our nation with very bad people to destabilize every single town and community in America. And when you look at the crime rates and you look at what's happening around our country, you start to understand, oh, wow, something really is going on here. All right, look, uh, we've got to take a break here. Our telephone number, 901-260-5926. Do you have a problem with, with Trump getting out there and saying, we only want people who love America to come to America? 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. Hi, this is Todd Stearns, and I want to update you on my Calitrin journey. I'm still losing weight. I'm also sleeping a lot better, and I've got a lot more energy. Calitrin really is about more than just weight loss. Here's my good friend Elizabeth from Calitrin. Yes, y'all, and right now we've got the biggest sale of the year on Calitrin. You're going to save huge. So when you buy that proven 90-day supply, that's the one with the 86% success rate, you're going to get a 90-day supply free. It's, so it's a perfect time to stock up and save or split it with a friend. And right now, if you go on our website today, you're going to see that there's free shipping on top of that on the sale today. So you're not even going to have to pay for shipping. Again, the website is toploss.com. That's T-O-P-L-O-S-S.com. But if you have questions or you want to split up your payments, we can do that by phone. The number is toll-free. One eight three three top loss, or again, the website is toploss.com. And be sure to use that discount code Todd. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Hope you're getting ready to have a great Christmas celebration. You know, if if you're searching for a very special gift for that conservative loved one in your life, I've got to tell you about our friends over at Legacy Precious Metals. Uh, They are partnering with um, our good friend, Speaker Newt Gingrich, for a brand-new, beautiful, one-ounce, 99.99% silver coin that commemorates the 1994 victory when the Republican Party took control of Congress. It's called the Newt Gingrich Contract with America coin. I got mine about a week or so ago. It is absolutely beautiful. Um, thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, I've, I've become a coin collector, and they have some beautiful coins, and I already have several of them, including the Newt Gingrich uh, Contract with America coin. I would love for you to get a to get one of these. You can order it online at NewtGingrichSilverCoin.com. That's NewtGingrichSilverCoin.com. And use the code STARNS. They're going to give you $10 off your purchase. So that's a, really a pretty incredible deal. Again, a one-ounce, 99.99% limited edition silver coin, NewtGingrichSilverCoin.com. Use the code STARNS and get $10 off your purchase. I I want to play some audio here. I was um, Someone sent this to me. We were talking about education and a lot. I, I think that really has been a key to President Trump's support among African-American voters, black voters in, in America. Uh, the president has been pretty clear that these uh, schools in the inner cities are just not doing their job. And there was a gentleman by the name of Dr. George Frazier who was delivering a speech, and he was talking about historically black uh, colleges and universities. And before we play this audio, understand this is not just limited. The, the rates, the, the, the percentages that he is going to talk about 
are not just limited to HBCUs, but this is a, a problem in universities across America. Cut number one. Those of you who work in historically black colleges, as many of you do, you will know, and I've read the statistics on the non-graduating population of historically black colleges, and I know the reason that so many of our children drop out, and you know the reason too. They can't read. Aside from money, they can't read. They graduate or pushed out of high school reading at 6th or 7th grade level, and you cannot make it in college reading at 6th or 7th grade level. You will come your first day of college. You will be given six books to read the first night. You get behind. The next day, you get three or four more chapters. You get further and further behind. Most of our children can't read at grade level. So we must fix that, and we can fix that, and we have the capacity to fix that. And we do. The question is, are we going to fix that? And by the way, it's not just it's not just in the HBCUs. This is a problem we are dealing with at universities and colleges all over America. So the issue here is that grade schools and high schools are not doing their job, but specifically the grade schools. Because if you're getting kids coming out of elementary school and they can't read, then your local elementary school has failed you. It really is that simple. And when you look at the amount of money that we are pouring into these schools and and the amount of time and attention that is now being focused on confusing children about their pronouns as opposed to teaching them how to read and how to write and how to do basic arithmetic, we got a big problem in this country. And I hope as we move through the presidential campaign that that will become a major issue. Because the leftists have controlled the education in this country for generations. And Donald Trump has to. He has to, ladies and gentlemen, for the sake of the country, he has to dismantle the Department of Education and return control of educating our kids to the local communities. Gotta happen. If we cannot take control of our public schools, then we will lose this country. It is pretty much that simple. I mean, it really is that simple. Well, by the way, have you seen this video footage? Um, You've got former Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor laying in repose in the Capitol Rotunda, and one of the honor guard just collapsed. I mean, she was wobbling this way and that way, and then boom, hit the floor. Hope she's okay. A lot of people are doing that these days. Right, they're just they're going about their business, and all, they're just keeling over. It does make you wonder how many of these people. Um, should I dare say this? Okay, I'll say it. How many of these people got the clot shot? A lot of people, especially healthy young people, just keeling over. It it doesn't make much sense, does it? It doesn't make much sense. This story out of the Houston Chronicle. You know, Christmas is the time of year that Christians celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. Many churches go all out to celebrate the reason for the season. And why is that? Well, they want to they want to have a lovely production. And you know, back in the day, churches uh, they did the nativity scene. So you um, mostly it was children, and you would dress up as a sheep, or you would get a, a bathrobe, and you would be Joseph or Mary, and um, you would have like a little baby doll as a baby Jesus. But now, you know, people, 
they, um, you know, the churches do these elaborate shows. And uh, we do one at uh, Bellevue Baptist Church, the Singing Christmas Tree. Thousands of people turn out. And it truly is life-changing for a lot of people. Anyway, they do that at Prestonwood Church in Plano, Texas, and Champion Forest Baptist Church in Houston. And the Chronicle is going bonkers over this. They're very upset that these megachurches are hosting these massive, over-the-top Christmas productions. And they're, they're calling on the churches to have their tax-exempt status removed. One person said she questioned the morality of spending so much money to celebrate Christmas. Well, look, I mean, it's the reason for the season. And if you're uncomfortable attending a church, maybe it has something to do with the condition of your heart and not necessarily the performance on stage. I'm just saying here. But I'm curious. Do you have a problem with the uh, the big elaborate productions that these churches are putting on across America? 901-260-5926 is our number. This is the Todd Stern Show. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starks. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, hello, everybody. Merry Christmas to you. Hope you're doing great wherever you might be across America. We've got a lot going on this hour of the program. Uh, we're going to be talking in just a little while with our friend Danielle Bach over at Patriot Mobile, and uh, they're doing some incredible work. Had a huge, huge presence at AmFest, and uh, we're going to play some audio from that in just a little while. Right now, though, I want to go to our Patriot Mobile newsmaker line and welcome our good friend from the great state of Georgia, Congressman Barry Loudermilk. Congressman, hope you're doing good today. I'm doing good, Todd. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, uh, Congressman. Uh, I want to start out by getting your reaction to what happened in the Senate uh, hearing room over the weekend where a Democrat senator, uh, Senator Cardin, we understand one of his staffers um, was engaged in filming himself in a in a gay porno. Uh, your reaction to that? unbelievable i mean it's i'm i'm not only offended i I don't have words to describe the feelings of of when i've I've heard about this and read about it it is it's unbelievable that we would get to the point where we're desecrating even our you know the the center of 
our government, our everything that our founders stood for has been desecrated. I mean, it's 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 unbelievable. And you know what? This is as uh, President James Garfield said that our government is going to be a reflection of culture, and, and that politics is downstream. And this is just another uh, piece of evidence of the the culture in America, this cultural war that we're in right now. I mean, you you look at what happened just a few days ago with the White House releasing the Christmas video with the transgender uh, tap dancers. Uh, you had the, the people uh, going topless at the gay pride celebration at the White House, the twerking of bunnies at the Easter thing. I mean, it. the list goes on and on and on with these people, and this was the administration that said they wanted to bring decency back to Washington. And I think it's it's how they define, you know, they define decency is the problem, <laughs> because if this is what they're doing, the majority of Americans find this not only indecent but offensive. And this is, I, I, again, this is beyond words of just the feelings that we have what strikes uh, that I have and most everyone that has talked to me is just this is this is unbelievable what strikes me as odd is the is the silence from the leadership of our own party you would think they would be all over this um, certainly the mainstream media taken a pass no surprise there but if this had been a Trump official doing something of this nature it would have been wall-to-wall coverage yeah and I think part of it is um, just how it's trickling out right now. Um, I just found out about it from my staff uh, giving me a call and saying you need to be aware because of being my position on the House administration, even though it's over in the Senate. Um, this is something our uh, counterparts in the Senate of the same committee will be dealing with. Uh, but also I have oversight of the Capitol Police, and I want to see how they're investigating it and what they do with it. So um, I think most of, most of the people I've talked to here in Georgia aren't even aware of it, as you say, because the mainstream media is keeping it quiet. And I think a lot of my colleagues are just now becoming aware of what happened. I'm curious, though, how this could happen. I mean, this was a guy who invited a friend who was not a White House or a congressional staffer into the Senate hearing room. Um, where they apparently disrobed, they're filming this, and were there any security cameras? I, I'm curious to know where the Capitol Police were when all of this was happening. Well, it, it, a lot of it would depend on when it was done and why. My question would be, and of course, this is the Senate. We have different rules in the House, but when we're not using our committee rooms, those committee rooms are locked. Now, there are committee staff that their offices are just adjacent to our committee rooms. So during a business day, there is someone in there. Um, and, and even if I go into the committee room, I have to go through the offices just you know, to check in. How did this person get access to a committee room? I'm assuming it was after hours. But if you look, I mean, the lights were on. Every, I mean, it, it, they, they went to great extent uh, to, to do this. And so there are a lot of questions. Were there were there members of the Senate that were involved to give them access? I mean, there's there's a lot of questions I would have if uh, this was a, a House investigation. Well, on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, uh, Congressman Barry Loudermilk, uh, Congressman, I, I'm I'm still a little aggravated at our Speaker of the House and the NDAA, and I, I'm still trying to 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 understand why he would support uh, the NDAA when it included not only the the FISA. Um, the, the the expansion of FISA, but also funding of the abortions and the transgender surgeries and the whatnot. I mean, this is really aggravating. 
Yeah, and I understand that. Uh, talking with uh, Speaker Johnson, of course, you know, uh, if the NDAA we passed out of the House, it was everything that, uh, that you know, we wanted in there. Totally de-woked everything in the military. It cut all of this funding out. But, of course, the Democrats ho- hold the Senate. And uh, so some of that they got back in there. And um, the biggest issue with this is the threats that we are facing right now as one of my very close, very good evangelical and constitutional conservatives uh, told me he had just had a classified briefing. He said, he said, Bear, if everybody knew what I know, they would they would want to support this, too. But the bigger issue, I've been fighting for FISA reform since I have been there. I believe if you're going to investigate a U.S. citizen, you got to have a search warrant. And the irony in all this is to get to that done, there needed to be a little bit more time. And that was the speaker's idea is just to give an extension till April because we have two bills. And I've been working with Jim Jordan on a serious reform of FISA uh, to bring it in line with our Constitution. And uh, we're going to be hopefully getting that through in January or February so we can have a permanent solution to FISA. And so it's just a a strange situation. It it really shows how important it is that we take the Senate and the White House, because I think under Speaker Johnson, he's he's got the right ideas, the right plan to actually get some of this stuff done that we've been talking about doing for a long time. Well, I I know that um, there are a lot of conservatives out there that are aggravated. I I know uh, Steve Bannon on the warpath. Um, and, and he says at some point your intentions don't matter. It's what you actually deliver on. And I think that's what people are waiting on is the delivery because right, right now we're seeing McCarthy 2.0. Well, I will, I will say this is for the first time since I've been in Congress, we did not end the year with a huge omnibus package, uh, passing, you know, days before Christmas. And so if there's any one significant change, is that we stopped that from happening at least this year. Now, we've still got a lot of work to do going into the first of the year. And uh, I can tell you that that is the the intent of every member of the Republican conference in Congress is to get our appropriations done and change the status quo. And it's going to take a while to get the Senate because they love those omnibus spending bills because it uh, puts just a few yeah. people in leadership determining where all the tax dollars are going. So, by uh, by at least getting this one victory, it puts us on a path to where hopefully we can get this this break from the status quo of big spending behind us and start moving forward. So, uh, Congressman, I, I want to shift gears, and um, uh, you know, another big story we've been following is the Biden Justice Department going after a lot of law-abiding citizens uh, with um, with regard to January six. And the latest, and this is a shocker, uh, Steve Baker, who is a a, a journalist for The Blaze, um, great American patriot, he's been notified that he's going to be charged by the DOJ for his journalistic reporting on January the 6th. What can you tell us about that? Well, actually, Steve was in my office on Thursday morning. He's been doing a lot of, uh, as you've just said, investigating on January 6th. He's been working very closely with me and my investigative team. Um, and he had been digging into some collaboration between certain people within the Capitol Police and the FBI, 
which he was looking at um, and was bringing evidence that maybe some of them changed their testimonies uh, and and lied to the FBI to get convictions of uh, some of the folks that were in the Capitol on January 6th. And so we were meeting about that. Um, he's been using the videos that we have. He's been, you know, um, working with us. He's got his own sources as well. Um, but it was just uh, an hour or two after he walked out of my office that he got that call that the FBI was going to bring him up on charges, but they wouldn't tell him what they were. You know, he's contacted me and um, in the last couple of days and said, well, now they're going to wait till after Christmas. So we're waiting to see, is this serious? Are they really coming after him? Are they making up charges? Or are they just bluffing, trying to scare him off from continuing this investigation? And I can tell you right now, Steve is not going to be scared off, and uh, neither are we. We're going to continue down this path. I mean, we've already uncovered documents that uh, the Select Committee on January 6th have been trying to keep us from getting because I believe those documents do not support their narrative that they came out with, that Trump organized this whole thing. Um, in fact, most of the evidence we've uncovered shows the exact opposite. And so uh, there's there's a lot of a lot of things that still will be coming out soon. And I think this is uh, just personally, I think this is a way that the uh, uh, certain people within the government are trying to flex their muscle to get us to stop looking in the direction we're looking. But as my dad always told me, if you're taking fire, it means you're close to the target. Well, that, ain't that the truth? Uh, Congressman, we're going to leave it there. Appreciate you coming on the show today and hope you and the family have a great Christmas down in Georgia. Um, we will. And Merry Christmas to, to you and all your listeners. All right. Uh, Congressman Barry Loudermilk from the 11th Congressional District in the state of Georgia. This this Blaze story is just insane. The fact that the Justice Department is going after a working journalist who was there doing his job on January the 6th, and now he could be the target of an FBI investigation. Unbelievable. 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. That's 901-260-5926. Let's go to William in Statesville, North Carolina, listening to us on WSIC. William, what's on your mind today? First of all, Todd, I just want to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I hope everything goes as well for you as it can. Thank you. I appreciate um, that. As we gear up next year for the 2024 elections, um, it's it's going to be, if nothing else, it's going to be um, not boring. It's going to be very interesting as we go through the days and the weeks and the months ahead. But you commented earlier about the churches and the activities um, with the season being the reason and so forth and so on. I think one reason why churches do this is to try to get people back into the church. And we can have church anywhere. We can have church right now where I'm speaking to you on this phone. And I, I celebrate Jesus Christ every day of my life. And um, I know we just acknowledge uh, December 25th of, of the birth of Christ, and that is true. But I try to celebrate Jesus every day, and I think if each and every one of us were to practice that, the better off we would be. Yeah, look, um, no doubt these are elaborate productions, and I'm telling you, if you go to see one of these, uh, you know, Bellevue Baptist Church here in Memphis, they do it a cast and crew of about a thousand people, and that production makes makes one of those those Las Vegas shows look like something you would see in the lounge at the Best Western. I mean. They are incredibly well done. 
Um, and uh, it's just really entertaining, but it also brings you back to the story of Christmas, and and that's what it's all about. You know, this um, one of the churches involved here, and folks, if you missed that that news item, the Houston Chronicle is going after a couple of churches, mega churches, for hosting these elaborate Christmas uh, performances, and they're suggesting that their tax exempt status ought to be revoked. William, to your point. The, at least in one of the churches, they said more than 700 people made professions of faith. And to me, that's what it's about, bringing people back into the church, uh, letting them experience uh, all of the, uh, you know, the great pomp and pageantry, and then getting back to the heart of what Christmas is really all about. And that, to me, I think that's priceless. Amen, brother. Amen. Preach it. All right. I hear you. William, appreciate that call. Merry Christmas to you and and your family there in North Carolina. Got to take a break here. 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. One final note on that, by the way. When you go back and study church history, you realize that the theater was actually birthed in the church. So this is what happens when things go awry, when when. When things leave their roots, like, for example, Harvard. Harvard was created as a university to train preachers. When you get away from your mission, everything goes bonkers. Um, that's a lesson for all of us. All right, got we got to go. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Good to have you with us today. Um, a matter of personal privilege, if you will. Um, Friday morning, I was uh, getting ready to uh, deliver the speech in North Carolina and uh, got a call from back home in, in Memphis um, with some very, very sad and, and, quite frankly, unexpected news. Now, many of you know, if you have read my books, uh, you know that I, I write a lot about um, my um, my uncle Jerry from Coldwater, Mississippi, and uh, he w- was a great influence in my life. My own father, uh, his brother, passed away uh, when I was much younger, and uh, he became really a, a second father. But he was also one of the funniest guys and one of the most uh, clever guys and one of those political guys I've I've ever known. And it was really because of him growing up that I became a, a conservative and I became involved in politics. Um, Uncle Jerry passed away in his sleep on Friday morning. And um, it's been a difficult you know, past couple of days for the family, but also one of celebration. Of course, Uncle Jerry happens to be a Dylan, our great engineer's a grandfather, and um he is um, going to be missed deeply. Uh, many of you, when we did the book signings, uh, the events, uh, Uncle Jerry and Aunt Lynn would come along. Uh, they loved it, had a great time. We uh, traveled together in Israel a few years ago. And, um, of course, uh, one of the great moments was when uh, Aunt Lynn was invited to do a segment on, on Fox and Friends, Cooking with Friends. And uh, we were all there together. So uh, he will be greatly missed. He was a um, he was a veteran of the Coast Guard and uh, worked for many years at Memphis Light, Gas, and Water, and then taught school and was a great, great defender of the Second Amendment. And he was a huge Trump supporter. 
and he will be greatly missed. So I know that uh, the Stearns family, we would cover your prayers um, as we uh, prepare for the memorial service. And I know many of you had the opportunity to meet Uncle Jerry, and he was just a, a great American patriot. He was actually the one who came up with the idea, the, the redneck um, anti-terrorism device, which was to go down to Walmart and buy a vest and then just tape bacon to it. So that's, <laughs> it's very clever. But anyway, we're going to miss Uncle Jerry, and um, he's now listening to this program in heaven, and we celebrate that. All right, 901-260-5926. That's our telephone number. This is The Todd Stern Show. All right, MyPillow is excited to bring you their biggest betting sale ever, and it's just in time for Christmas. I love this. They're great Christmas presents. For a limited time, you're going to be able to get Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. Now, a set of pillowcases, only $9.98. And folks, trust me, you're going to be able to rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. They also have blankets, all sorts of sizes, colors, styles, and they even have blankets for your pet. Just ask Grace Baker. She's got the whole lineup for a little sweet Merlot. You're going to be able to get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, you name it, all with the biggest discounts of the year happening right now. MyPillow.com slash Starns. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. And by the way, they're also extending their money-back guarantee for Christmas until March 1st. And that means it's the perfect gift for your friends, your family, everyone you know. And you can also buy one for yourself. Go to MyPillow.com slash Starns and use my promo code Starns. Or you can call 1-800-839-8506. That's 1-800-839-8506. And you're going to get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding products, including those awesome Giza Dream bed sheets. Get your shopping done now, folks, while quantities last. An interesting conversation was had at AmFest. That's sponsored by Turning Point USA. They're meeting in Arizona a huge crowd of mostly young people. And I was intrigued to hear a line of, of thought and comment about, about young people. This is Charlie Kirk talking to the young people and giving them some advice on how they should be living their lives. Cut number seven. Now, a couple of the things that I want to make sure I mention. If you're a young person here and you say, boy, you know, what do I want to do for my life? Honestly, You should get married as young as possible and have as many kids as possible, period. Reject the siren song of modernity. Now, some parents are probably, ooh, I I don't like that, you know. uh, They should basically, you know, they should go get a job first. You're wrong. I'm sorry. Honestly. We are on the verge of a population collapse in this country. Every day I receive emails from young women filled with regret in their late 30s And they say, Charlie, I'm sobbing as I write this email because what you talk about on the show is exactly right. I have a couple college degrees. I have a great job and almost no debt. But I was told, you know, to forego having a family. But now I'm looking around and I have a lot of cats and no kids. Honestly, where did we go wrong where we think that your bank account balance means more 
than passing down to the next generation. Where did we go wrong, everybody? So, I hope you meet your future soulmate. As I met Erica, the best decision I ever made in my life and the greatest blessing. And I hope you get married and have lots and lots of kids. All right, so that's the message from Turning Point USA. Get married, have lots of kids, even if you can't afford them. You should be getting married and having children right now. Uh, by the way, this was not just a one-off. Uh, Benny Johnson uh, said something very similar during his remarks. Cut number five. This is what it looks like to be unshakable, ladies and gentlemen. Let me explain that. Young men, we're just going to cut right to it. If you want to be an immovable mountain in your life, if you wish to be a strong alpha, I beg you, find a woman. Fall in love. Get married. Have more children than you can afford. Have insane amounts of kids. There's nothing the world can do to shake you if you do those simple steps. And if you acknowledge that God loves you and has a purpose for your life, that's it. That's it. And you are immovable, unshakable. All right. So there you have it. This is the messaging coming out of Turning Point USA is that young people, you need to get married and start having children. Don't worry. If you don't have a job, don't worry about it right now. I would say it's, I would say with all respect here is that you need a job. So young men get out there and get a job so you can provide for a wife. You can provide for your children, but we also, it's not just enough to, to have a lot of kids. I think we need to be raising up those kids in the way they should go. That's the problem in America. Right now, you've got parents, and many of them are one-parent families, one-parent households, and they're not teaching their kids anything. They're not even teaching their kids right from wrong. It's an anything-goes society right now. When you look at what's happening on the streets of every major American city, look at what's happening in the hallways of just about every school in America, where you've got kids that are walking around beating up teachers. The teachers, they they try to call mom and dad, and mom and dad side with the kids. So I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Do you think this is good advice coming out of Turning Point USA that young people need to be focused on getting married and procreating? Those are because when you look at the when you look at the birth rate in America since 2014, it has dropped I'm sorry, 2008, it's dropped like a rock. It's 11.1% right now. Lowest it's ever been in the history of the country. 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. Want to go to Memphis, Tennessee. Tariq is listening to us on KWAM. Wants to weigh in on President Trump. Tariq, what's on your mind? Hey, how you doing, Mr. Trump? I'm good. Thank you oh, for asking. This is, I'm sorry. Uh, so, oh yeah. Well, I was just um, uh, I was just calling. I just thought that uh, if um, Trump uh, wasn't going to uh, participate in any of these debates, uh, you know, it's apparent that he's probably not. And I just thought that uh, the next best thing that he could be doing right now is, you know, trying to intensify his uh, his uh, campaign. Well, look, uh, there's there's some brand-new polling data out, uh, Tariq, and uh, this is from, from Fox News. 
And President Trump's, and this was the latest data coming out yesterday, President Trump now leading by almost 70 points. His support in the primary race now at 69%. That's up seven points from November, 26 points from February. And and I'm look, I'm with you. I felt like you should have debated, but honestly, it's actually him not debating has actually helped his, his numbers in the Republican Party. Well, you know, I think uh that, you know, going into the general election, I think that, you know, he Trump is no it's obvious that he has the momentum of going into the uh, uh general election. But you know, but even more I, I think that uh that he should uh have some type of plan in place, um before he even gets into office, and, uh, and and once he gets into office, I think he ought to be ready to uh, execute execute that plan. Tariq, I can promise you, this president has a plan, and when he walks into that Oval Office after he puts his hand on the Holy Bible, he is going to get down to business, and and I think he realizes he's going to have four years, and so it's not a lot of time. He's going to walk in there with a plan, and I can promise you. It is going to it is going to be jaw dropping, and it is going to be great because he is going to make America great again, uh, again. Tariq got to run. Appreciate that call nine zero one two six zero five nine two six. That's nine zero one two six zero five nine two six. This latest Fox News poll: Donald Trump sixty nine percent, Ron DeSantis twelve percent, Nikki Haley nine percent, and Vivek Ramaswamy five percent. Those are those are your Republican contenders right now. And by the way, CBS News has a poll, and their their information is that Nikki Haley is the one gaining ground here. Uh, their question: Who would you vote for today? Forty four percent say Trump, twenty nine percent say Haley, and eleven percent DeSantis. That's coming out of New Hampshire. That is a New Hampshire poll, and then ten percent Chris Christie. So, uh, depending on where you are right now, and and the DeSantis campaign is in a complete freefall. The the pack, the never back down pack. Uh, they had more turmoil over the weekend. Jeff Rowe is out, and there is just great chaos right now in Team DeSantis. Jeff Rowe, by the way, was responsible for the chaos in Ted Cruz's failed presidential campaign. So it's a lot. There's a lot to unravel here. But it looks as though DeSantis is falling apart just weeks before the Iowa caucuses, or caucus, if you will. All right, we've got to take a break. 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. Oh, by the way, if you haven't already done so, head over to our website or go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Wherever you get your books and pre-order a copy of Twilight's Last Gleaming, Can America Be Saved? Very excited about the new book coming out in March. President Trump wrote the foreword, and we have a, it's a who's who of people endorsing the book. Pastor Jack Hibbs, Pastor Robert Jeffress, Senator Marsha Blackburn, our good buddy Congressman Jim Jordan. We would love for you, I would love for you to get a copy of this book, and you can help us out by pre-ordering a copy right now by going to Amazon or wherever you buy your books. Well, I'm very excited about our next guest. She is the Vice President of Strategic Partnerships for Patriot Mobile, and we're proud to be a strategic partner with our friends at Patriot Mobile, Danielle Buck. Danielle, Merry Christmas to you. Hope you're doing good. 
Merry Christmas to you, Todd. And I have to imagine, first of all, you sound very chipper and, and very <laughs> spry in spite of the fact that you guys have been working around the clock at AM Fest. I, I see the, the Instagram. Yeah. I don't know how you guys do it all. Well, um, the Lord, right? <laughs> he gives us our strength to keep going. <laughs> that's why we're doing it all in the end of the day, right? That, that's what it's all about. And, uh, and I think it's especially exciting that you are going uh, where the people are. And it's, it has yeah. to be exciting for you guys to see all the young people at AmFest and introducing them to the great work that Patriot Mobile's been doing. It really is. It, it, um, it's so important to invest in the next generation, you know, because they're the future. Um, I'm a young mom, and so I think, you know, I wasn't too long ago, but I look at my two little boys, and I think this is why we got to fight to save our country and to, you know, teach them the values, um, biblical, constitutional, all the important things that really matter in this world, right? So, yeah, it's it's been such a privilege. It, yeah, we definitely are fueled by caffeine and um, a lot of prayer because we know that at the end of the day, like what we're doing is so important at Patriot Mobile. And that's why I think like for me personally, I mean, I came actually from the nonprofit space and kind of worked on both sides now to see, you know, why, you know, who thinks of a cell phone company and giving back. But, you know, as you know, as one of our partners, like that's what we do. And so to th- see how cool it is, like it's not just, you know, you're giving, it's literally just paying a, a, something that you have to have and have to use, but it also has such a unique purpose with it. What I love is that cell phone is being used to to energize so many wonderful giving campaigns. And I mean, it is the season of giving. And I know that uh, Patriot Mobile, you guys are very involved in that effort. What, what is Patriot Mobile up to this year? Well, yeah, exactly. So we've given millions of dollars over the years, and we continue to give to support biblical values and our rights and our freedoms. And so Patriot Mobile gives us in our four pillars, the First Amendment, Second Amendment, Sanctity of Life, and to our veterans and first responders. And so, you know, we're mission-based at the end of the day, and our goal is to do everything in our power to save this country and to support those that are doing important work. And so it's really cool. I have a, a kind of a little anecdotal story to tell you. It's not anecdotal, right? It just happened. We did. We launched a campaign you know, after Thanksgiving, they have that thing called Giving Tuesday, right? And so we did something called Pay It Forward, where we offered to our current customers so they can pay up front for service. And we were completely overwhelmed with how many of our customers wanted to partake in it because we were giving 100% of proceeds back to our partner organizations that fall within those four pillars. And it's just so cool to see and hear and talk to these customers who were like, I want to do more not only by signing up with Patriot Mobile, but then by prepaying to be able to give them even more at the end of the year when they need it the most, and these nonprofit groups can, can do the work with that money. So it is, it's amazing. Tell, tell our listeners about this really cool uh, campaign that you guys have been a part of. It's, it's called the Boots Campaign? Yeah, so it's called um, Santa's Boots Program, which meets members' needs and makes the holiday season brighter by delivering them their gift boxes. And so they're both veteran and active duty military families nationwide that we partner with. And so Patriot Mobile not only purchased the presents for some of these families, but we actually had a bunch of our staff members spend over an entire evening wrapping the gifts and just praying over these gifts that would go to these families. So really the goal was obviously to help make Christmas just a little bit brighter for those whose loved ones are putting their lives on the line for all of us. Uh, It's so incredible. And folks, again, patriotmobile.com slash Todd and use my Use my name, Todd, and that will activate uh, free. You'll get free activation with my promo code. Um, let's let's talk about some special incentives for for new customers, um, because you guys have a lot of them. 
We do, yeah. So right now we are running our Every Friday Matters campaign, literally every day, um, where you actually can get a new free Samsung A14 smartphone. And so it is something that your listeners can do because, like, if they were to, you know, buy from us, a company that believes in what they, you and I believe in, then, then we are weaponizing our money more than by just giving it to the woke um, other companies. And so that's the program that we're running right now. Obviously, also all your listeners get free activation. Um, and so we would love for anyone who's not already on our service to join us because we actually have all three networks, which is a pretty unique thing um, for somebody like us. Um, and so there really isn't anywhere in the country that we cannot serve it. So you will never have to leave us because your phone is not working. I promise. We have a coverage guarantee. So to anyone out there that's listening, that is something that you do not have to worry about. Your phone will work, and it will work great. I, I love it. Uh, folks, again, patriotmobile.com slash Todd. That's patriotmobile.com slash Todd. And use the promo code Todd for free activation. Well, Danielle, we um, just, again, appreciate, so appreciate the great work that you guys are doing and again, it's all about mobilizing freedom for freedom and for these great causes all around the nation. That's right. That's right. Well, thank you. Um, and just pray blessings on you and all your listeners this Christmas. All right. Well, Merry Christmas. And uh, tell the great team there at Patriot Mobile, we said hello and we wish them all a Merry Christmas. Will do. All right. Danielle Buck, ladies and gentlemen, she is the Vice President of Strategic Partnerships with Patriot Mobile and uh, talking about the, the great things that are happening with Patriot Mobile. And this is this is why I, I love this Patriot economy, because we're taking money that would otherwise be used for liberal causes, and we are channeling that money to causes that are defending our rights and freedoms. And, of course, standing alongside our military and helping um, and helping our service members, that is, that's just an added bonus. So again, uh, what I find fascinating is this brand new promotion. You can get a free Samsung A14 smartphone. That's a free Samsung A14 smartphone. All you have to do is go to patriotmobile.com slash Todd and sign up for service. That's patriotmobile.com slash Todd. You can also give them a call if you would like, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. And again, I can't think of a better Christmas present, especially to give your kids, um, to give a loved one, than a Patriot mobile phone. Because every single time you pay your bill, a portion of that is going to be used to support the pro-life efforts, to support our veterans and first responders, and to support the First Amendment and the Second Amendment. We have been a partner for with Patriot Mobile for about, I gosh, about two years now. And we just love it. And we hear so many great stories of people who have made the switch and they do not regret it one bit. It has been an absolute blessing. All right, we've got to take a quick break, folks. Your call's coming up in the next hour, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Hang tight, everybody. This is The Todd Stern Show. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starks. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Well, hello, everybody. 
everybody. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Show. Happy to have you with us today. Merry Christmas as uh, we uh, get into the home stretch here for the, uh, the Yuletide season. And of course, here on this program on Newsmax 2 as well, we celebrate the reason for the season. Also want to welcome all of our viewers uh, as this hour of the radio program is simulcast by Newsmax 2. Write down our telephone number. You will need this if you plan on calling in today, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. All right, a couple of the big stories we've been following, of course. Uh, One of them is the destruction of the Confederate Memorial at Arlington National Cemetery. Now, uh, just a little while ago, we got word that crews were already on the scene preparing to dismantle and move the Confederate War Memorial, a memorial that had been in place since 1914, and a memorial, by the way, that was commissioned by Congress and meant to be a sign of reconciliation between the northern states and the southern states. And I find it very ironic that you have the woke culture jihadists who are out there right now trying to destroy a memorial that was meant to unify America. This is what it's all about, folks. They, the culture jihadists want to divide us. They want to cause chaos in the culture, and that's exactly what they're doing every single time they tear down a statue or a memorial. But imagine this. We now live in a, in a country where it's okay to erect a satanic statue in the Iowa State Capitol, but now, for some reason, it's against the rules and regulations to have a Confederate memorial that was commissioned by Congress. Unbelievable. So we'll be taking your thoughts on that as well. Do you have a problem with the government tearing down all of these statues? 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. Now, another story we've been following, um, we've been uh, watching the, the news coming out of the America Fest, AmFest, which is sponsored by Turning Point USA. They've been meeting in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. And it's been a fascinating, fascinating series of speeches that I observed over the weekend. And I was thoroughly impressed with folks like Charlie Kirk and Benny Johnson, who are talking about getting back to the roots of who we are as, as a nation and who we are as a people. When you look around right now, and you see a lot of the, the reporting on social media especially, So many young people in this country um, have waited until they're 25, 30, 35 years old, and now they're single and they can't find anybody to marry. And so folks like Charlie Kirk and Benny Johnson were telling these very impressionable young people that, that, hey, you need to stop listening to what the culture is telling you, that you need to go out there and you need to, to get married. You need to start having babies. You need to start repopulating these great United States of America. Now, I would contend that the first order of business for a young man is to get a job. And folks, I'm telling you, this is it is not necessary for you to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on a college degree to get a job. As a matter of fact, young men of America, listen to me here. If you want to get a job that will pay you six figures, then you need to be getting a job as, as a mechanic, as a welder someone who has a special skill in the construction arts. And I can promise you this, folks, you're going to be living high on the hog very soon with um, with some sort of a specialized certificate, going to a trade school, 
going to a community college. That's what we need to be looking at here. I want to play some audio. This is Charlie Kirk talking to the young people. Cut number seven. Now, a couple other things that I want to make sure I mention. If you're a young person here and you say, boy, you know, what do I want to do for my life? Honestly, you should get married as young as possible and have as many kids as possible. Period. Reject the siren song of modernity. Now, some parents are probably, ooh, I, I don't like that, you know. Uh, they should basically, you know, they should go get a job first. You're wrong. I'm sorry. Honestly. We are on the verge of a population collapse in this country. Every day, I receive emails from young women filled with regret in their late 30s. And they say, Charlie, I'm sobbing as I write this email because what you talk about on the show is exactly right. I have a couple college degrees. I have a great job and almost no debt. But I was told, you know, to forego having a family. But now I'm looking around and I have a lot of cats and no kids. Honestly, where did we go wrong where we think that your bank account balance means more than passing down to the next generation? Where did we go wrong, everybody? So, I hope you meet your future soulmate. As I met Erica, the best decision I ever made in my life and the greatest blessing. And I hope you get married and have lots and lots of kids. Well, there you go. That's the charge from Charlie Kirk. So who knows? I mean, uh, a lot of those conservative kids may have found uh, their significant other over the weekend. So anyway, uh, just curious to hear your take on this. Benny Johnson also weighed in, and here's the advice he gave to young men, cut number five. This is what it looks like to be unshakable, ladies and gentlemen. Let me explain that. Young men, we're just going to cut right to it. If you want to be an immovable mountain in your life, if you wish to be a strong alpha, I beg you, find a woman, fall in love, get married, have more children than you can afford, have insane amounts of kids. There's nothing the world can do to shake you if you do those simple steps. And if you acknowledge that God loves you and has a purpose for your life, that's it. That's it. And you are immovable, unshakable. All right. Uh, So there was the charge from not just Charlie Kirk, but also from Benny Johnson. And it's something for young people to consider. Uh, For too long, we've been telling young people, you should wait to get married, that you should have a degree, you should get an advanced degree. Um, This was the charge coming from the Obama administration, that if you don't go to college, if you don't get a four-year degree, then you're not going to make anything of your life. You have to have a degree to, to, to make it in, in society. I don't believe that is true. And President Trump affirmed that message uh, when he took office, telling people, you don't have to have a college degree to make it in life. Go to a trade school, learn a craft, learn a skill, and you're going to come right out of school. You're going to have very little debt, and you're going to be able to, at the end of the day, you're going to be able to earn a great salary to support a wife and a family. And also, step back for a moment and understand this. You don't have to have a big house. You don't have to live in the greatest of neighborhoods. You can, you can, you can make a, a, a mark for yourself, whether it's buying a, some land, some property somewhere, and plopping in a, a double-wide or a triple-wide trailer and planting crops and having a farm and, and doing that. Folks, I'm telling you, 
the more I see of this economy and the more I see of where this culture is heading, the best place to be is not in a big city, but it's out on the countryside. It's owning your own property, owning a well, making sure that you are self-sufficient in the event all you know what breaks loose with the rest of the country. All right, we got to take a break here. We're going to be taking your calls on this. What do you think about the advice that the young people were given at the AmFest event over the weekend? 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Starn Show. All right, welcome back, everybody. Great to have you with us. Let's go to the phone lines. 901-260-5926. Let's start with Gene in Massachusetts. Hi, Gene. What's on your mind today? Oh, good. Thank you very much for letting me talk. I, I've been frustrated for some time because I know why young men are reluctant to marry. Um, and it's all, uh, the problem is discussed on many shows, and I'm glad you're bringing it up. But no one seems to realize that young men today have heard the horror stories of men my age that have gone through a divorce court. And what divorce court does to men, I mean, instantly you are homeless. You're in the street living in your car. You lose your children. You lose your home. You practically have no rights whatsoever to see your children. It's just devastating. Been through it a couple of times. And people hear those stories. And I have other guys. I'm 82. I'm a Vietnam veteran. I'm retired now. But it just devastated my life and hurt my children terribly. The idea is that they're going to try to get every ounce of money out of you. Uh, the Department of Revenue will garnish you your pay. They'll do everything to get everything from you. But then you you can't be a parent. If either you have, I, as judges tell me, you're lucky you can do it on one job. I was an engineer with the airline. And they, they said, you know, we have a lot of men working two and three jobs. And I'm thinking, what kind of a parent can you be? It, the divorce court has just devastated this nation. Well, I I would contend that it's not just the divorce court. It's not just the divorce court, Gene. I think it's society at large. Uh, They have been demeaning uh, boys, young men. They've been medicating a a generation or two of of kids. Uh, Instead of uh, having little boys that like to roughhouse at uh, recess, play cops and robbers, cowboys and Indians, uh, rough and tumble, instead they're medicating these kids. They're, They're like little zombies walking around. And you wonder how how much of an impact that's having on boys uh, through you know th- again through not only their childhood and their adolescence but into adulthood, uh, where so many of these kids are are suffering from mental illnesses. So yeah, look, I, I think it's been an all out assault on what it means to be a boy, what it means to be a young man in America, and I think that's a part of it. Gene, appreciate that call. Let's go to Tommy in Nevada. Hi, Tommy. What's on your mind? Hi, Todd. <clears throat> yeah, my son, I got to tell you, he's been following the Charlie Kirk model. He's been involved with Turning Point USA for a long time. He dropped out of college because all he was learning about was gender studies, and he's now doing terrific making burritos at Chipotle. Um, he has married uh, off and on a bunch of different women. He's kind of taken the Trump model where he married. Okay, well, that's that's just silly. And, and and look, you know, again, if you want to call in, at least be honest, uh, that's not what you wanted to talk about. You call or tell our call screener 
uh, that you want to talk about a topic, and then you um, you go rogue. We don't play that game here. So look, be honest. If you're going to call into the program, at least be honest with our call screener. And if you're going to make the cut, you make the cut. But anyway, shame on you, sir, and uh, good luck next time. 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. That's 901-260-5926. I want to go back to this story uh, that uh, is brewing up on Capitol Hill. I find it interesting that nobody's covering this story. As a matter of fact, even the folks over at Fox News, this story, you cannot find this story on their website right now. It is nowhere on uh, the websites of many um, uh, of many mainstream legacy media pages. And I'm talking about this sex scandal, this gay sex scandal that's brewing on Capitol Hill, where you have an ex-legislative aide for Senator Ben Cardin who filmed himself uh, doing, um, uh, we can't even talk about these things on the radio, much less Newsmax too, but doing very inappropriate things, things that would make the citizens of Sodom and Gomorrah blush. I think we can we can leave it at that. But the reality is this aide who, who stripped down, buck naked, having sex, gay sex on the Senate hearing table, and then posting the video to some sort of, of a private gay group in D.C., and now he he's stunned that he got fired, and he claims that he's the victim of homophobia. Well, sir, I hate to break it to you. This kid, by the way, 24 years old, and he's from the Bay Area. I know we shouldn't be surprised, but it is what it is. So you've got this 24-year-old who's claiming he's the victim of homophobia, but it has nothing to do with homophobia. Look, if, if that's what you want to do, if, if you want to wear buttless leather or whatever and cavort about with another man, that's your business. It's America. That, co- that kind of behavior is covered by the United States Constitution. But you do it in the privacy of your home. You don't do it in a taxpayer-funded room at the Capitol building. That's uncalled for. So anyway, we're going to see how all this plays out. But it's as if it did not happen. Everybody is moving on from this story as quickly as possible. And I I suspect I know the reason why. You might remember Congressman Madison Cawthorn, who was booted for his own uh, sexcapades up on Capitol Hill, and he told us that there's a lot more to this. He told us that there were these these gay sex groups and sex clubs and orgies and uh, so on and so forth, and nobody believed him. Or nobody wanted him to talk about it because he got the heave-ho as soon as he started talking about these clubs. And by the way, this ex-staffer of Ben Cardin, this is no nobody. This was a kid who appeared in a Joe Biden presidential campaign ad, and he was photographed alongside Joe Biden, wearing a Rehoboth Beach t-shirt, by the way. Guess who owns a beach home in Rehoboth Beach? That would be none other than Joe Biden himself. So there's some really freaky stuff going down in our nation's capital, and nobody wants to talk about it. And the reason why is that the alphabet activists have taken over just about every major publication and news agency in America, and they're providing cover right now for a story that they don't want to talk about, a story that could literally blow the lid off the Capitol building. It really is that scandalous, ladies and gentlemen. And, and even people over at Fox, some of the other networks, they don't want to touch this one with a 10-foot pole. But again, going back to this idea that it was 
none other than Jill Biden, who promised to bring decency back to the White House, to bring decency and good behavior back to the White House. And instead, they've got topless transgender activists running around on the lawn. They've got little bunny rabbits twerking in front of children during the White House Easter egg roll. They've got all sorts of debauchery happening, and most recently with the transgender tap dancers that were lollygagging right down the middle of the White House Christmas tree video. This is what the Biden administration has done to our great nation, ladies and gentlemen. Not to mention the Hunter Biden laptop, which contains behavior so vile we can't even tell you about that on the radio or on television. So again, President Biden promised to restore honor and decency to the White House. Instead, he brought degenerate depravity, ladies and gentlemen, and it would make the citizens of Sodom and Gomorrah blush. So we're going to be taking your calls on this, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. And again, the broader question is, what about security? Where were the security cameras? Where were the security officers? What about Capitol Police? Why were they not monitoring? Why weren't they on the job? Why were these men, these grown men, allowed to open a locked door and walk in there, strip down to their... um, birthday suits, and do the boot-scooting boogie. Could somebody explain that to me? Which, again, is why they still allegedly haven't been able to find out whose cocaine that was in the White House. It does make you wonder, ladies and gentlemen. It does make you wonder. 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. Our website, by the way, toddsterns.com. We have that story up on our website. I would encourage you to go check that out. We'll be right back, America. I love these kinds of stories. This is from the Bay Area, Contra Costa County, California. And um, a couple of bad guys ran into a consignment shop armed with sledgehammers. They planned to rob the store. An elderly store clerk saw them coming in. And uh, what the bad guys didn't realize was that the elderly the elderly staffer was armed with a, um, a 38 caliber. And <laughs> let's just say that uh, nobody got robbed uh, that day in the Bay Area. So good for you. Good for you, Mr. A store, store Clerk. His name is Albert Marceau, and uh, the whole thing captured on video. Uh, police were able to show up. Uh, they were not able to arrest the criminals. Mr. Marceau, or Marceau rather, says lots of crimes happen around us. Many stores get robbed, smashed all around here, and uh, he says enough is enough. He says we have to take a stand, and I completely agree. Good for you, sir. Also in Memphis, Tennessee, There was an incident at yet another city gear store. That seems to be a favorite of the robbers. Uh, Anyway, in this instance, a customer showed up demanding a refund on a pair of shoes. So they said they don't do refunds. The customer goes bonkers, threatens to kill the store clerk. A loss prevention officer shows up, tries to calm down the person, and uh, the customer turns around and uh, says, look, I don't care that you've got a gun. I'm going to kill you. 
So when uh, the customer lunged at the loss prevention officer, he opened fire. Uh, long story short, he should have cared that the prevention officer had a gun. So the customer now in the hospital in critical condition uh, in Memphis, Tennessee. Seems to me that the victim here was not the customer, but the victim was the staff of that uh, city gear store. So I say, good for you, Mr. Loss Prevention Officer. You did your job, and my hand is off to you, sir. All right, let's go to the phone lines, 901-260-5926. Let's start with Anthony listening to us on 103.9 FM in Long Island, New York. Hi, Anthony. What's on your mind today? Hi, Professor Carr. Um, I, you know, I, I hope I don't offend anybody because I would not want to, but if you look down at where, where we find ourselves, the, the dynastic dysfunction of our country, where mu- so much money has basically molded our institutions away from where they were originally founded. I mean, the high technology, spying on the president, biological weapons, warring all over the place. I mean, we seem to have become what we proclaim to resist at the end of World War II. I mean, the high degree of technology that we use, whether it's biometrics, um, uh, we're basically all barcoded, and, and you have biological weapons being released by our government. Even anthrax was, came from our government. And, and, and the, you know, the, the uh, intelligentsia or the high academics of our society are saying, well, if you're not of color, you can't come to the party. You're not invited. So, I mean, I'm seeing the telltale signs of nothing no different than the Nazi regime of Hitler's era. Only now it's, it's so severe. It's so, like, under the table. It's like we, we don't even see it ourselves. I mean, you have to, like, go 35,000 feet up in the air, look down on where we find ourselves as a society. But we've become what we proclaim to resist in that we're not unlike, yeah. you know. Anthony, let me jump in here uh, because, to, to, to your point, uh, one of the untold stories about what's happening on our university campuses right now with this this radical anti-Semitism, that actually happened in German universities before the rise and during the rise uh, of Hitler, where you had the academic community turn on the Jewish population. Now, I'm not sure about the average Jewish population in, in Germany at the time, but what's happening here in this country is that you've got a liberal Jewish population. I would say a far-left Jewish population. The question is, how many of those people are now waking up and realizing they have aligned themselves with a political party that hates them and wants to see them removed from the planet? Yes, you know, I don't know what the answer is here, but it's so diabolically complex, and we don't see it, you know, because the highest levels of our academia are, are are basically, you know, like I said, they're, they're saying, oh, well, if you're not part of this group, you're an outed group and you no longer are, rec- you know, and, 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 and the warring. I mean, look at all the fights. I mean, instead of being with a big, big man on the block, we're supposed to be breaking up smaller parties that would want to kill each other. Instead, we are now, we're the one that's banging tables there with, with big iron fists. And it's not, it's not the thing for the bully to do. The bullies or the big guy on the block always has to get in between the, the, the two vying factions of, of kids that are just mis, misaligned or just doing what's wrong. We've become wrong, you know, and it's all because of money, uh, the, the lobbyists, APAC, the amount of influence. That, I mean, Bibi Netanyahu's running this country, not O'Biden. O'Biden has the Easter Bunny leading them around, telling them what Well, I will tell you this much, Anthony, and I appreciate that call. I will say this about about Biden. I think they're going to be they're going to be sorely 
um, mistaken. If they think they can go in and tell Netanyahu and the Israelis how to run this war, and the thinking now is that uh, the Bidens are, are sending people over there, uh, Jake Sullivan for one, to tell the Israelis, hey, you need to tone it down. You don't need to be out there um, blowing things up as much as you currently are. That's the most ludicrous thing, the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard in my life. And now Lindsey Graham coming out. You can't trust that guy. I, it, it cracks me up. He's a co-host on, on Fox, Fox News Channel. The guy gets more airtime than just about anybody else in Congress, and he's spewing this nonsense about how we need a two-state solution. Well, you know what? They had one, but that wasn't good enough for Hamas because they want to destroy Israel. You cannot negotiate with these people. They have to be wiped off the face of the earth. This is, they are a scourge on the Middle East, and they have to be destroyed. And think about this for a moment, ladies and gentlemen. Why is it that not a single Muslim country in the region is opening up their arms to the Gaza refugees? Why do you think that is? Because they know. They know what's really going on over there, and that's why they're turning a blind eye and letting Israel do the job they should have done in the first place. It's unbelievable. All right, 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. This story, out of, um, out of the world of Hollywood, there is a brand-new movie coming out, The American Society of Magical Negroes. And many people are getting very upset over this. The American Society of Magical Negroes, by Focus Features, is described as a fresh satirical comedy about a young man who is recruited into a secret society of magical black people who dedicate their lives to a cause of utmost importance, making white people's lives easier. So the basic gist of this movie, they say that white people are the most dangerous animals on the planet. That's That's what Hollywood is producing. Could you imagine any other race being represented like that in, in a movie? And by the way, this is nothing, nothing happens in a vacuum when it comes to Hollywood and these movies coming out. Uh, the Bidens, or rather the, um, the O-Bidens, we're talking about Barack and Michelle, just produced a movie where they portrayed white people um, as being very bad people, being very bad individuals. So there's an effort by Hollywood now to ratchet up the critical race theory nonsense that white people are the cause of all the problems in the world. That, that's the argument, and that's what they want you to believe. That's what they're telling your kids, by the way, in their local public schools. All right, let's go to California. Cindy is on the line, hanging out with us on Newsmax 2. Hi, Cindy, what's on your mind? Hi, I just wanted to talk about what you were talking about earlier about the sex scandal and just everything that's going on in the White House. It's like we should be, our government should be ashamed. I mean, we're we're a superpower, and all we look like now is a soap opera. We look like perverts. Well, yes, and also you have to think of all this stuff, you know, all this stuff that they do and think, wow, now we kind of know why uh, they don't want to name who was on the Jeffrey Epstein list. 
Cindy, you're on to something here. That's right. This is why Dick Durbin is blocking. He refuses to let the list be released. They're blocking it for a reason. And, Cindy, I'm telling you right now, there are a lot of very nervous people walking around Washington, D.C. Well, I'm sure there are. I mean, and then this movie with the Obamas come out, and it's, you know, it kind of reminds me of, oh, I think talk used to talk, uh, Trump used to talk a lot about it, or uh, when they started talking about the cabal and all that, and it was conspiracy theory and this and that. And, you know, maybe it's not. Isn't it interesting, Cindy, that a lot of, you know, they were trying to dismiss all of this kind of stuff, the crazy sex clubs, the Pizzagate story, and they dismissed it right out of hand. And they said, oh, this is just lunacy. This is right-wing QAnon. There's no such thing. Uh, You know, everybody in Washington is a good church-going Christian. Well, we now know that is just simply not true and that there is all sorts of debauchery going on. I want to see the list. And I want to know who else is in the uh, the, the gay or the straight, uh, the, the, the wackadoodle porno sex clubs to find out if we've got any lawmakers who might, quite frankly, be they're being blackmailed right now because of uh, the dirt they've got on them. Oh, I, I think a lot of people are uh, being blackmailed. I think they're being blackmailed for their vote. Say, okay, well, I'll give you, I'll give you money, and you just hush-hush and... We'll just go along. And here's the dirty secret, Cindy. A lot of this is happening within the Republican Party. I think the average conservative would be stunned to know that their party is pretty much being run by the alphabet activist. It's it's that it's that um, involved. Cindy got to run. Appreciate that call. Let's go to Benny in Newburn, North Carolina. Benny, what's on your mind? <coughs> the uh, subjects that you were talking about today, uh, and people are giving you a different uh, ways to solve this, and they've got the, they, we're looking at it all wrong. It's called sin, and it's and it's taken over the world, and and people today don't understand that they're going to spend eternity somewhere, and it, it, it's time for the world to wake up that Jesus Christ is the only way to go. And yet that message, Benny, what you just said, which was a common belief for generations in this country, now makes you look like some sort of an intolerant far-right extremist. That's that's how you are looked at by the media and by the government and, and by Hollywood. Oh, oh yes. I mean, it, and it doesn't bother me because uh, I'm, I'm packed up and I'm ready to go. I mean, you know, I mean... <laughs> Because uh, the Lord's coming back, and He's coming back soon. And and what happened up there in uh, Washington with the uh, aide to the senator or whatever, that's just another day and step closer to the uh, Savior coming back. That's, that's all it is. Well, if you know, Benny, I appreciate your call, and you're spot-on accurate, and we've been pretty open about that on the on the radio program, is that what's happening in this country is not a political crisis. It is a moral crisis, ladies and gentlemen. And this is something that we have to get our our hands on or else we're going to lose the country. And I would just point in your general direction, take a look at the fall of the Roman Empire. 
go back in your history and do your do your history and study up. And when you see what's happening and what led to the fall of the Roman Empire, it's as if we are following that guidebook, hook, line, and sinker. And all you have to do is look at what happened in that Senate hearing room, and that pretty much sums up what's going on in Washington, D.C. All right, we've got to take a quick break here. 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Starton Show. All right, folks, welcome back to the Todd Starnes Radio Program on this Monday, counting down the days of Christmas. Dylan, we've got to have Christmas music, Christmas bumper music from here on out. And as a little homage to Rush, we got to add a little uh, Mannheim steamroller in there. So, okay, maybe a lot. Uh, all right, let's go to the phone lines. A lot of you folks wanting to weigh in today. Uh, let's start with uh, Bill in New Jersey. Bill, what's on your mind today? Hello, sir. Yeah, I uh, was just watching your show, Newsmax, all along. And, um, you know, most of us of, of us, uh, citizens of the United States are, are really mad the way the situation is. And it really boils down to the, the, the liberal news, if I should use that phrase, that we don't have open news nowadays. You know, it, it's like ABC, was, from what I understand, was bought out by Disney. And most of the New York shows over there, CBS or whatever, you don't see the stuff that you have on your channel. You know, and when someone calls me, I'm a white American. My ancestry was from Germany. And most of us come in legally. You know, so we've been here, my family, uh, since the 1880s or something. Uh, but we come across, uh, you know, legally. And we all have our lives and we all split up and married and you have kids, you know. But this stuff at the border and the stuff going on now, like uh, the last election, you have, uh, they want to defund the police, law enforcement. You know, now they call me a racist because I want border security. Which that's right, right, Bill. And that's how, and they love using that phrase because they know that's what gets people. And, and it's very hard to defend. You know, when if somebody comes out there and calls you a racist, it's hard to defend that. Uh, but you, you've got to get to a point where you are comfortable in your skin. You know who you are. Don't be bullied and don't bow down once they start throwing around the word racist and bigotry. Don't do that. Bill, appreciate that call. Let's go to Donald in California, wants to weigh in on young people in college. Hey, Donald, what you got for us? Well, to change the subject a little bit, and I'll make this short, um, I hear these so many young people calling in, and they sound scared, frustrated, that they, they, but they really want something to be done. And they can do it at a grassroots level. Uh, and you grandparents, especially, you're retired, and you've got the time that young people don't have because they're busy working two and three jobs. And that is go to the schools and demand that history, real history, is put back in the schools. For example, uh, explain the, the woes of communism. That was explained to us when we were in school on 76. But now you don't see that in the schools. Get real history back in the school, parents and grandparents especially. Go down and demand to see the books and put the good books back, the books that explain as I can pick that example, the woes of communism, what they're calling socialism, it's communism. And people end up in bread lines because people become so lackadaisical because they can't rise above the level that they're stuck in 
because everyone's brought the rich, the poor, and the good, bad, and ugly are all brought down to the same level. And so there's no motivation. But with capitalism, you always have that opportunity to rise above your status. Donald, well said. You need to be teaching a you need to be teaching a high school history class, sir. And I appreciate you calling in. Uh, and he's absolutely right, folks. We've got and this when I gave the speech in North Carolina last week, I encouraged the moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas in the audience to take personal responsibility for teaching their kids about American history and American greatness. Hey, hang tight. We've got Richard and Bob and Mike and Paul. Don't go anywhere, guys. We've got to wrap up our radio program. That just means we're about to start our Newsmax TV show. Uh, In the meantime, head over to ToddStearns.com. We have lots of great resources for you there, all free of charge. And we'll have a great time talking to you tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. You be good, America. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.